I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Mercy over a new appointment. Also ahead, more details about what Metro's fare evasion crackdown will look like. I'm John Aaron. A doggone good story with a doggone better ending. I'm Del Walters. A doggone good win for Maryland coming back to beat Northwestern. The Caps come back to beat L.A. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Weeks from the midterms, things seem to be shifting, says CBS's Christina Ruffini. The latest polls show Democrats are losing some of their summer momentum ahead of November. You can't take anything for granted in Nevada. In Nevada and Arizona, Democrats are fighting to keep their seats in two toss-up Senate races. We are going to win back this Senate seat for the people of Arizona. The Georgia Senate race is also a tie. And there's a hotly contested battle for a U.S. Senate seat in Wisconsin. Republican incumbent Ron Johnson, who's seeking a third term, is considered vulnerable. But Johnson has pulled ahead of Democratic challenger Mandela Barnes in recent polls by charging the lieutenant governor as a radical leftist. He's dangerous on crime. Uh, he supports all of the policies of the Biden administration that have opened the borders, that have caused and sparked 40-year high inflation. Barnes is responding by claiming Johnson is a right-wing extremist who tried to overthrow the results of the 2020 presidential election. Bruce Marcus for CBS News, Eagle River, Wisconsin. Elon Musk says his company, SpaceX, will continue to fund the operations of his Starlink satellite internet service in Ukraine. CBS's Holly Williams in Kiev says that's news the Ukrainian military wanted to hear. Around 20,000 of these ground units have been sent to Ukraine, many paid for by the U.S. government. Musk says the operations already cost his company, SpaceX, $80 million. We've been so grateful to SpaceX and uh, to Elon Musk. Without Starlink, uh, none of our offensives uh, would be so successful. Lieutenant Taras Berezovets is a spokesman for Ukraine's military. He told us Starlink is crucial for commanding troops on the battlefield. A top American government health official has been infected with the coronavirus. Dr. Rochelle Walensky tested positive Friday night. The CDC director, who is up to date on her vaccinations, has been experiencing mild symptoms. In a statement, the CDC said, consistent with CDC guidelines, she is isolating at home and will participate in her planned meetings virtually. Walensky is the latest U.S. health official to test positive for COVID-19 this year. Dr. Anthony Fauci and Health Secretary Javier Becerra also tested positive in June. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. American border control officials say a surge in migration from Venezuela, Cuba, and Nicaragua last month brought the number of illegal crossings to the highest level ever recorded in a fiscal year. Migrants were stopped more than 227,000 times in September at the border with Mexico. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Sunday morning at 4.03, October 23rd, 2022. It's 50 degrees in the nation's capital. Some late-day showers. Highs in the 60s.
And good morning. Welcome in. I'm Ian Crawford. Top local stories are following this hour. A local school board leader used a slur against people with intellectual disabilities during a recent board meeting. Now she's asking for forgiveness. During Thursday's Fairfax County School Board meeting, the mic picked up at-large board member Karen Keyes-Gamar using the slur. A group representing loved ones and teachers of special needs kids in the county then condemned the incident, and the school sent out a letter apologizing to the school community for the hurt it caused. Keyes-Gamar apologized the next day, said it happened because she was frustrated that a parent wasn't being allowed to make her point, says it's something she deeply regrets and runs counter to her beliefs. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. A member of the Prince George's County Council is quitting after his appointment to as county watchdog stirred controversy. Council member Todd Turner said he was stepping down, saying in a statement that he was making the move in the best interests of the county. Other members of the council expressed concern over Turner's appointment as executive director of the county's Office of Ethics and Accountability. They wonder whether he is too closely aligned with county executive Angela Also Brooks. One member speculated that Turner's appointment as county's chief watchdog would damage the office's credibility. It's 4.04, and it is a common sight for Metro riders, people hopping over the turnstiles to avoid paying the fare. And while Metro has put an increased focus on the issue, the agency's leader has said a harsh crackdown is not around the corner. Here's WTOP's John Aaron. We really want to lean into warnings. Metro GM Randy Clark. We're trying to reduce tension. We don't want to create... Um, a lot of confrontation, but at the same time, we need people to follow, follow the rules. So we're really trying to balance that out. Metro says a system-wide warning campaign began earlier this month and that flyers will be given to fare evaders warning them of fines. Stepped-up enforcement is set to begin next month. John Aaron, WTOP News. The story of a missing dog in Fairfax County has had a lot of folks talking, not because of how it began, but rather because of how it ended. WTOP's Del Walters with the story. It's a doggone good story with a dog back home good ending. Involves a dog named Dante. Dante went missing back in August. The family searched everywhere but couldn't find him. So after exhausting every lead, they went to the Fairfax County Animal Shelter to finally adopt a new pet. Problem is, they couldn't make a connection with any other dogs at the shelter until they looked at some photos of dogs that were also available one in particular struck a note. It looked a lot like Dante. That's because it was. Tail wagging, jumping, whining, Dante was a winner. Bottom line, dog no longer gone, but instead dog now back home. Del Walters, WTOP News. The 36th annual Walk to End HIV tallied over half a million dollars in charitable donations this weekend. A 5K walk was held at the Max Robinson Center on Martin Luther King Avenue in Southeast. It continues the Whitman Walker Foundation's mission to end HIV in the district. Dollars were raised through donations and sponsor support. Executive Director Abby Fenton says a new building on the St. Elizabeth's campus offers more than just HIV concerns. It's primary care, dental, behavioral health and mental health care, peer support, public benefits, legal services, we're wraparound care. Meteorologist Chuck Bell with our news partner NBC4 was a co-host for the event. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. Traffic and weather next and then remembering an Arlington realtor and civil rights leader murdered in the Caribbean. It's 407. I'd like to see the doctor for a few questions about medical marijuana. Sir, the doctor is booked solid today and tomorrow and next week. 
Can you come back in three weeks? Wait, wait. Just to talk about a medical marijuana card, I have to wait three weeks? No, sir. Just between us, no one has to wait. I got my own medical marijuana card sitting at my kitchen table through VeraHeal.com. It was quick, professional, and so easy. VeraHeal.com? V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. They have a library of medical marijuana facts and scientific research to browse. And you can pre-qualify for a card online in minutes. Great. But I still have questions. You can easily talk to a doctor right there online. Everything is private and secure. For reliable cannabis information and to pre-qualify online, join Verahill's millions of satisfied clients at V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. Get started today with easy financing. Pay only if you qualify. Verahill.com. Sunday morning at 4.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and Carlos Ramirez is in the WTOP Traffic Center. Indeed I am. Thank you so much, Ian. Good morning to you. Happy 4 a.m. If you're headed on the outer loop of the Beltway, we did have an accident scene earlier tonight. It was during the 1 a.m. hour. However, charts saying that there is still some activity over on the shoulder. So if you happen to see them out there on the outer loop of the Beltway after Route 50, do give them a little extra room. Inbound side, or rather outbound side, eastbound side of New York Avenue. After South Dakota Avenue, past the uh, Costco, over the Anacostia River Bridge, some slowdowns through that area. It's possible that it's actually a work zone that we're seeing on your approach towards uh, 295. Don't have a, uh, the uh, incident in camera right now, so if you happen to see what's going on, give us a call, 1-866-304-WTOP. Eastbound side of the Southeast-Southwest Freeway, that's 395 coming from Virginia. Still got crash activity near the 3rd Street Tunnel, causing some brake lights. Uh, just follow police direction through that area. Down in Virginia, westbound side of 66, currently dealing with a huge work zones. Well, it's technically a handful of work zones. They're just uh, so close together that they kind of feel like just one. Well, after you get past the Beltway, you'll have a single lane getting by the center of the roadway. Past Nutley Street, you'll have two lanes available to you. But then on your approach towards 123, it goes down to a single lane down the center of the roadway again. And then past Route 50, you're moved to the far left-hand side. You're going to zigzag a little bit through 66 or along 66, uh, but you should be able to get uh, to your destination without too many delays. Also keep in mind the westbound 66 ramp to westbound 50 currently closed. According to VDOT, they'll reopen that at approximately 5 a.m. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team Forest, Samara Theodore unpacking this forecast with some changes in it for Sunday. A cloudy start to today and a wet finish for some. Showers are anticipated this afternoon and evening along I-95 and mainly east. It's not looking like a ton of heavy rain, but it could be impactful if you will be outdoors. We're also cooler today. High temperatures only climbing into the mid to upper 60s for your Sunday. Monday, mostly sunny skies. High temperatures on Monday will be in the low 70s. Tuesday, partly sunny in the low 70s. Wednesday, mid-70s, partly sunny. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. It is 50 in Oxon Hill, 41 in Sterling, 50 at the Wharf in D.C., brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 411. An Arlington realtor and civil rights leader was remembered Saturday, weeks after he was shot and killed while vacationing overseas. So then I kneel down to Relatives, friends, and colleagues remembered Kent Carter at his funeral at Mount Olive Baptist Church in Arlington as more than the family man and friend that he was. He was a mentor. He was a leader. He taught.
touched lives in ways that no one in this room even knows the extent. Carter, who was first vice president of the NAACP Arlington branch and also a real estate agent, was on vacation in Turks and Caicos. People began shooting into the vehicle in which he was riding and what police said was related to gang activity. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. It has been 50 years since Congress passed the Federal Clean Water Act. To mark the anniversary, a coalition of Maryland environmentalists is calling out officials for not keeping Chesapeake Bay healthy. Saying the root cause of the problem remains the same. Can't talk about water quality without talking about agriculture. Eric Schaefer with the Environmental Integrity Project and the author of the report looking at 50 years of the Clean Water Act says toothless remedies are also failing the bay. Law without enforcement is just good advice. Once we start enforcing the law, we're going to see a huge difference. Betsy Nicholas with Waterkeepers Chesapeake says the federal EPA and Maryland Department of the Environment are just too soft on polluters. The systems that and the communities that depend on it are all at grave risk. John Dome in WTOP News. Republican leaders in Virginia renew their vow to fight COVID vaccine mandates for kids. Causing a stir on Twitter, Governor Glenn Youngkin posted that Virginia would not adhere to CDC mandates related to children getting the COVID-19 vaccine. That created some confusion, though, as the CDC doesn't have the authority to mandate vaccines for states. Youngkin seemed to be referring to a CDC advisory committee, which urged the CDC to add COVID shots to the list of vaccinations that are recommended for kids and adults. Now, COVID shots could be required for children in school if Virginia lawmakers voted for that. But the state's Republican House Speaker Todd Gilbert released a statement saying that that, quote, will not happen while I am speaker. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Just ahead, the Caps win. Maryland wins and baseball playoffs to talk about. Frank Hanrahan has it all next. It's 413. In 1922, 100 years ago, the Rotary Club of Washington, D.C. formed a foundation to own and operate a bus for the purpose of giving recreation and health to the poor, needy, and disabled children and adults in the city. The wheels on that bus stopped turning long ago, but the foundation has continued its tradition of service to the local area with a variety of financial grants. And this year, the Rotary Foundation of Washington, D.C. will also reward a single Washington nonprofit with a larger grant as a statement of pride in its centennial of service and its commitment to a better future for our community. Applications are being accepted now for a special centennial grant of $100,000 for a project to help D.C. mothers, children, or education for an award in November. The D.C. Rotary Foundation looks forward to another century of service. To learn more about the D.C. Rotary Foundation and the special centennial grant, visit rotaryclubdc.org. That's rotaryclubdc.org. It's 414. Every year, sudden unexpected infant death claims the lives of 3,600 babies, and it can happen in an instant. He was just like face down. I feel like so helpless in that moment. Soft mattresses, pillows, blankets, and stuffed animals can cause sudden unexpected infant death. The safest place for your baby is in a crib with nothing but a firm, flat mattress. For more about how to create a safe sleep environment for your baby, visit firstcandle.org forward slash safe sleep. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split second, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. 
Join our fight. Save lives. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 4.15, the update from Frank Hanrahan. Capitals dug themselves a two-zip hole, but they roared back in the uh, third period, scoring four goals. Caps beat the L.A. Kings 4-3 at Capital One Arena. It was Nick Dowd, John Carlson, Marcus Johansson getting in on the mix. Lars Eller also with the goal as the Capitals improved to 3-3 three and three on this very young season. Maryland becomes bowl eligible 6-2 record after beating Northwestern 31-24 in College Park. Roman Henby, three touchdown runs for the Terps. Navy, though, loses to Houston 38-20. Howard homecoming, beating Delaware State 35-17. Commanders plays quarterback Carson Wentz, injured reserve. He's sidelined at least four games. Wentz broke his finger in the win in Chicago. So now it's Taylor Heineke at quarterback Sunday, 1 o'clock, when the Commanders take on the Green Bay Packers. Both teams offensively. Big-time woes, only averaging 17 points a game for both teams. A lot of home runs again for the Phillies as they come back and beat San Diego 10-6. to And now the Phillies up 3-1, to just one win away from going to the World Series. Same for the Houston Astros after beating the Yankees 5-zip. They're also now up 3-zip in the ALCS. Frank Hay and Rand, WTOB Sports. Top stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. While President Biden hasn't formally said he's going to. He is going to run for re-election as long as his health permits him to do so. Professor Larry Sabato at the UVA Center for Politics with that assessment on Saturday. The president told NBC, MSNBC on Friday he considers himself a candidate for re-election. Authorities say the number of illegal border crossings into the U.S. has hit its highest ever level for a fiscal year. Customs and Border Protection officials say over 2.3 million migrant stops were recorded in fiscal 22, up 37% from the year before, many coming from Venezuela, Cuba, and Nicaragua. Russian-installed leaders are telling residents in the southern Ukrainian city of Kherson to leave immediately. They are expecting an advance by Ukrainian forces as they wage a counteroffensive to retake the Russian-occupied areas. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. 417 and a week to go to Halloween and our holiday budgets are already getting a huge fright. For the last two years, New Yorker Kelly Ryder and her family did a scaled back Halloween because of the pandemic, but not this year. Really going big. We're doing a lot of different neighborhood festivals. The kids are all going to get dressed up. We're doing trick-or-treating, the whole nine yards. There's just one problem. Due to inflation, prices are higher this year, from costumes to decorations. Even candy is up about 13%. Everything is more expensive. But still worth doing? Yeah, of course, of course. Michael George, CBS News, New York. 418. With traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks into the traffic center, we go with Carlos Ramirez. Indeed, and we'll head to 66, a very scary sight. <laughs> As you make your way from the Beltway over towards Nutley Street, you still, unfortunately, only have a single lane getting by right now. That work zone blends in with a few work zones headed through Fairfax County this early morning. You'll have that single lane getting by as you head past 123, single lane towards the center of the roadway. Then as you head past Route 50, you'll be moved over to the left-hand side of the roadway. Past the Fairfax County Parkway, you should have all your lanes available to you once again. Also, westbound side of 66, the ramp to westbound 50, still closed. Uh, VDOT says that they should have that open by 
5 a.m. Eastbound 66, you'll find some cones along the right-hand side of the roadway after Nutley Street, though not going to cause you any delays. I-95 completely up to speed, no issues to be seen from the Fairfax, uh, from the Fredericksburg area all the way up towards the Springfield Interchange. 395 has been quiet so far, and in the district, the incident that we had on the southeast-southwest freeway near the 3rd Street Tunnel should be in the clearing stages. Still looks a little bit slow through that area, but significantly better than even just a few moments ago. Outbound side of New York Avenue, still seeing some brake lights after the Costco uh, area there near South Dakota Avenue, just across the Anacostia River Bridge. Still a little bit slow there. Unclear if it's an accident scene or if there's some sort of work crew out there. If you happen to figure that out before I do, give us a call, 1-866-304-WTOP. That's the traffic tip line. Between the beltways, I-95, BW Parkway looking pretty good. Across the Bay Bridge, they do have two-way traffic. On the eastbound span, single lane gets you by in either direction. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Visit Fitzmall.com. Uh, Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. Fitzway used cars best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Carlos Ramirez, WTOB Traffic. Storm Team 4, Samara Theodore with the forecast. A chance for showers this afternoon, but not before a lot of clouds move in. So anticipate a cloudy start to your Sunday. Highs in the mid to upper 60s today. Showers are likely along and east of I-95. We could see some showers pop just to the west of I-95. Rain not looking super heavy, but impactful nonetheless. For your Monday, sunny skies, highs in the low 70s. Tuesday, partly sunny, low 70s. Wednesday, more cloud coverage with high temperatures in the mid-70s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. A change ahead indeed. It's 50 in Tyson's, 54 in Crofton, 50 downtown at Lanfont Plaza. And it's all brought to you by New Look Home Designs. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials. Ahead on WTOP, Gen Z wardrobes prove that everything old is new again. It's 421. Olivia from Washington. <clears throat> laid off and trying to keep our little kids from realizing that mommy and daddy haven't eaten in a while. Roger from California. I'm grateful we could afford our son's surgery. I'm nervous that now we can't really afford food. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Donna from Louisiana. The storm just hit, and we went from donating to the food bank to needing it. Keisha from South Carolina. I've been skipping meals so my two kids can eat, but filling up on water doesn't really work. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's 422. Hey, ladies, ready to order appetizers? Hmm, I don't think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately. Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cash back from Upside, I haven't had to cut back. Even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I get 37% cash back on this meal, including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. You order the apps, I'm buying and getting the cash back on Upside. Oh no, I've created a monster. Download the free Upside app and use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code APPS for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Remember, use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase. Don't cut back. Get cash back with the free app from Upside. 
This is WTOP News. At 423, police need your help in finding a man accused of sexually assaulting a woman at a Target department store in our area. Leesburg police say a woman reported that on Wednesday evening around 7, she was at Target on Edwards Ferry Road when a man holding a clipboard came up to her and groped her. Then he ran off and got into a white Dodge Caravan and drove away. They say this likely isn't the first time he's done this and that before he assaulted this woman, he was seen walking around the store with that clipboard asking customers for donations. They've posted a picture of the suspect and describe him as someone around 30 years old, 5'7", and 140 pounds. They're asking you to get in touch if you have any info. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. To see a picture of the man believed to be the suspect, go to WTOP.com. A quick arrest in the district after a woman was assaulted in Northwest Friday morning. A witness, Jack Rutman, tells our news partners at NBC4 that a man grabbed the victim from behind and poured a gallon of what is believed to be urine on her while she was walking in McPherson Square. I was standing on the crosswalk waiting to cross over, and a, a woman on the opposite side started screaming. 55-year-old James Walker Jr. was arrested. He's charged with simple assault. A Metro bus assault went viral after video showed a group of forcefully throwing a woman off a bus. Now, police have begun to make arrests. Kyla Thurston can be seen sprawled on the W4 Metro bus floor near the front door. Several people can be seen shoving her with their hands and feet off the bus. The Monday afternoon assault has now resulted in two arrests. Metro Transit Police identified and arrested 27-year-old Imani Hubbard of Southeast D.C. and 35-year-old Terry Barnes of North Carolina. They are two of eight suspects in the attack on Thurston. Metro GM Randy Clark says he personally called Thurston to apologize after it was determined the driver failed to respond correctly to the attack. A notice reminding all Metro bus drivers of protocols for onboard disturbances was circulated this week. Luker, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP 425 with Gina Cervetti. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The market for secondhand goods was already picking up speed, but the pandemic accelerated the trend. The secondhand apparel, footwear, and accessories market is estimated to be around, you know, somewhere between 100 to 120 billion. Sarah Willersdorf is global head of luxury at Boston Consulting Group. For younger generations and actually everyone, the number one driver of demand is still affordability and value. Research from Boston Consulting Investier Collective shows that sustainability is also driving sales, especially among younger adults. And that's actually really positive and that's something that's, you know, continues to move up the ladder of drivers of demand. Generation Z is also more likely to both buy and sell secondhand fashion. Willersdorf says that for the brands, the secondary market is a way to gain new customers. Recent data suggests that about 50% of secondhand shoppers are purchasing from a brand that was new to them, and then a big chunk of those go on to purchase from that brand again. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Gina Cervetti on WTOP. Just ahead on WTOP, after traffic and weather, President Biden appears to have eyes on a second term, but stops short of formally declaring his candidacy. And protests in D.C. and around the world on Saturday against the Iranian government. Much to share with you this morning on the radio, on your smart speaker, on the WTOP app, or at WTOP.com where it's 426. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more 